Peace, y'all. You were listening to Infinite Rewind by YFC, your favorite color. Yeah, we are reviewing Sway, so let's jump into it. So uh, this week, I believe it's episode 10, officially episode 10. It is officially 10 episodes. That's what. Shit. Officially 10 episodes of our podcast, Infinite Rewind. I'm Algo, uh, joined by my lovely friends, Dan Libby, guitarist, instrumentalist, songwriter, extraordinaire, my homie Benjamin Cabrera. Uh, he is a pianist, songwriter, MC, singer, just overall amazing person. Uh, we are part of a collective, YFC, Your Favorite Color. Uh, this week, we are reviewing for our album reviews uh, this album, Autumn by the Beach, by the homie Sway Casey. Uh, Sway is from New Hampshire, but he spent a lot of times in the uh, Boston, Salem, North Shore area circuit. Dope MC. I remember when I first met Sway, it was definitely out of cipher. Um, this is his most recent project. I think it's his third solo full project, uh, which he produced along with uh, Mertz, uh, engineer at the Bridge Sounding Stage, who we're working on, working with on Blue. Uh, this album released this year, 2021. And you know what's interesting is that uh, I'm pretty sure I heard... Uh, over, uh, not original, but uh, earlier drafts of a lot of these songs. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to catch and see the uh, the evolutionary process of these songs, where it was like, you you know, a typical beat, not much progression, and, and sway rapping on it. But it's dope to see what Mertz was able to add to this. Um, in terms, yeah. of like, What do you? What did you find? What did you pinpoint? Like, yo, this is the evolution. This is what expanded it from the initial sure, sure. recordings to the second ones. For example, on uh, rose-colored glasses, um, I know I know Mertz, and this is kind of a cheat code because of conversation I've had with Mertz, and kind of knowing uh, the music before uh, in the earlier stages. But there's a, a synth bass on rose-colored glasses that wasn't there before, which I'm pretty sure Mertz added. I know Mertz mm-hmm. is all about synths, um, but just like uh, sound reversals. Uh, pitches of the voice. I think at the beginning of Too Long, where it starts like with the, vo- the voice pitching up and down, up and down, up and down. Like that's the kind of sprinkles that Mertz added. Um, different instrumentations, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. it's, like, it's, it's something that I've... Go ahead, Libby. No, just going to add to that. It's kind of cool that you... Um, so I did... I met Sway twice, once or twice. Um, you know, once at your place, jamming, and then uh, definitely out at Opus. Um, one of the nights that, like, uh, us, him, and Triton did a just ran the gamut that one on a Thursday. Um, so I really didn't have any background other than what I just heard live, um, you know, or just with us with him jamming with us. And I knew the dude's very talented. Um, so I came in, I came into this very fresh, but it's interesting to hear that you know, you've been around him a lot more than I have, and you've seen or heard you know, concepts become, you know, turn, turn something from an idea to reality and the journey from, you know, just a freestyle or wherever it started all the way to the end. Uh, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, we see that in our band, but, um, you know, I think there's a little bit more of an uh, intimate relationship with Sway. I, I get the sense, you know, that um, it's been around a while and you guys, you know, we support each other. So it's, it's just cool, cool to think of. All the all the things just from start to finish. Uh, I got them from you know 
from the beginning to, to this complete album. For sure. This way's the homie. Yeah. Yo, and li listening to this album, you know, or EP, honestly, it excites me for us to finish our project, yo, because I know yes. that what we laid down, you know, we laid down like eight songs so far and it was kind of jam session environment. But I know that, you know, once, once you start like actually producing it, that's when things really shift into a whole nother level. And I know that Mertz is going to be able to bring a whole nother dimension to our music. That's going to be, it's going to be really dope. Awesome. Yeah. That's certainly inspired listening to this album. Um, you know, we'll get into the message and, and my big takeaways from this album, but it was, it's certainly uh, inspirational for sure. Yeah, I love remembering the first time that I met Sway. And I don't know if y'all seen the episode of uh, The Chappelle Show where he's talking about when he met Rick James for the first time. And when he met Rick James, that Rick James had this like orange aura <laughs> to, to him. And I remember the very first time I met Sway, he had an aura to him. It's it's like Sway has this uh, this very like yellow friendly warm it's always like a little warmer when sway is around and I, I think that energy is absolutely embedded in this album and i think what makes it such an interesting album or ep for that matter is that yes sway does have this very like bright energy to him but he was almost like channeling like something a little colder something channeling something a little more like the transition of like losing not necessarily losing that warmth but like having that warmth be confronted with you know expectations of society or you know not feeling good about yourself or you know struggling to see things for the way they are so that that is something that you know it's unique to us because we know sway so we know he has that energy all the time so it's it was beautiful to see him like navigate that he still had that brightness to him um but it, it was cool to listen to him on instrumentation that was like a little more like subtle a little more subdued and sometimes melancholy uh still bounce around all of those things so i i really enjoyed that that dichotomy that sway was able to navigate through yeah for sure um we'll get we'll get deeper into the songs in a moment but you know what i thought was dope about this album is that in many ways it, it was kind of ref a reflection of me and the reason i you say, say of you of me, I'll tell you. Raul, Mr. Algo, of, of, of me, and and in general of uh, older figures having a positive influence on younger kids, and it was dope that we got uh, Sway's intake and kind of his backstory, what uh, his mind state, what it was writing this and putting this together, as far as like um, you know, teenage kids almost like at the end of summer, transitioning into the into the fall, into the new school year having the memories of the summer, but still trying to understand society, uh, you know, the, the school system, your community, people around you, your purpose. But what's dope about this is that um, for most of the album, it's almost like, it's almost as if he's like the cool older brother, mm. like guiding his younger siblings. Huh. And that's why it's reflective to me. Cause like some of the relationship I have uh, with some of my younger cousins is very much like that, where it's like, we, not even just me, but we, some of like the older generation, you know, we're, we're trying to like, you know, properly guide them, like watch out for this, stay away from this, um, you know, approach life with this kind of mind state and it will unravel in a better way. So here is Sway rap from this perspective, yo, it's like, I, in many ways, I was like, where is Sway? I'm with you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I felt that uh, throughout too. I was kind of the album goes by too fast, but the message is just right in right in your face. I mean, he's he transforms. He, he just exposes himself. I think it makes it instantly relatable because the things that he's talking about, the things that he's singing and rapping about, are deeply personal, and we've all either thought about it or been there or experienced something of you know this you know a sense of insecurity or you know just confusion, and um, you know for him to open up the way that he does in this album, um, it's it just I just thought it, it was very clear. Um, beautiful um and it's you know i kind of like I, I said a couple minutes ago that i don't really know him personally i've never like really hung out with him hung out with him but i after listening to this album i walk away feeling like i know the guy uh because he put it all out there it was truly himself in this album um at least that's how i feel i, I mean i'd be entirely disappointed if he was some kind of villain uh but this dude is just so real and um it's on full display in this album and yeah, right, well, I felt like at moments like he was kind of like a life coach, like by the end of it, um, you know, and, you know, I, I guess I didn't realize that he's actually like four, five, six years younger than, than us, yeah, <laughs> but sure. he's just so mature in his writing, still on the writing to me, like his, his content is like, it's just beyond his years. Um, and I, you know, it, every, every ounce of it's just real. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to just take that point a little bit further. I, th I thought that uh, he was very, uh, very personal um, and opened up in a big way. And I give him a lot of credit for doing that. I think he mentioned on, on the interview, too, he's like, you know, once I realized with music, it's okay to fail, you know, changed how I approach my music. And, um, you know, that is somewhat connected to this message, just going out there and just living it and doing it, and you know. Yeah, you're gonna hit, hit the bumps in the roads, and you know you're gonna fly. Try to fly. It's gonna rain. You're gonna try to fly through it, but you, you can certainly do it. Which is very different than how I think your stereotypical big brother is supposed to talk to you. I think your stereotypical big brother is supposed to tell you like, "Yo, this is the way it is," and I know this because I'm confident, and like, it's black and white for me. This is what you have to do. But the truth is, when you listen to this album you get this sense that Sway is confident about his lack of confidence, that he is clear about how muddy things are, that he has an understanding of minus and plus. So that, in a sense, is almost the best kind of role model, the best kind of mentor, someone that can tell you, like, yo, this is the way it is, but let me just give you nuance with it all, too. You know, And there's a lot of references to God, but it's like it's not so much like, yo, you need to believe in God. It's more like, yeah, this is God, and let's talk about like what it can and can't be. So I, I really appreciate the the way that he is like humble about his confidence in in a way that is really contradictory to if you want to bring hip hop back to the '80s when it's you know rooted in this braggadocious competitive form of art. Like from the beginning, it was like, yo, look at me, look what I can do, I'm the best, and yo be honest, consumers really need that and want that. Like, we need that shot of caffeine to, like, get us over the hump. But the issue with that is it's temporary, you know? After the caffeine wears off, after you, like, put that gold chain on, you know, you're just going to feel a little empty. So what I love about this is, like, there's a timelessness 
then there's a there's a permanence to the the themes he's talking about here. It's like you already got it inside. Let's explore that. So I I really appreciate the the coach perspective that that Sway brought to this. Right, and and it's dope that it doesn't it doesn't feel like he's too far removed from that. And granted, maybe it's because he's a little younger than us, but it, hearing him speak um, and rap about these topics, it's it's almost as if he's still going through it himself. Yeah. But enough enough that he's in a point where he can guide, you know, another generation. Um, <laughs> but it's dope. The self-reflection is dope, too, and, like, just wondering the truth about things. One of the dope lyrics that jumped out to me from Rose-Colored Rose Glasses, he says... Um, I wonder if heaven has partial credit for good intentions that are authentic or results that ain't much to be desired. So it's, it's, it's dope to have these kind of lyrics in, 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 in this kind of an album because it's like, it's still, it's still questioning. Although you're able to guide someone, it's still like, I'm still learning. Like what, what, what is at the other side of this? You know, how, how can I, how can I uh, make this, life a little brighter than what it was when I got here, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, lyrics, it, it um, just comes right out and, and hits you right in the face. Um, it's in um, the, the first song, to, to be a human, what a contradiction. To be so intelligent, you don't know why you're existing. And it just kind of sets like a, a poster theme of the album in, in a sense, or just what he's talking about in, in, as a, in general you know it's just figuring it out and then the struggles that you know the peaks and valleys that come along with trying to figure out who you are and what you are and yo it's, 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 sorry go ahead i'm gonna cut you off go ahead Libby. no i was just gonna say it's just like uh you know i think what's a what's so cool about it is that i think ben touched on it earlier is, you know he's kind of like shooting the content is going in one direction, but like his bubbly, sunshiny, uh, warm personality is just it's the voice or, you know, it's just him, it's uniquely him, kind of takes the message to a different level. It has this air of positivity, except even in Dampened Wings, which is like two thirds of it is very um, gray sky, cloudy, struggle, struggle. By the end of that song, he turns it around. And it's from like a more like, you got this, you can do this. That's like, that's probably the only exception on the album where I felt like he wasn't like, uh, that bubbliness was really pouring through, you know, it was taking the message to a different level. Like, we're going to talk about the truths of life and realities, but we're also going to get through it together um, just by talking about it. Um, so, yeah. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, um, I think yo, it's it's dope listening to all these albums that we listen to, man. And there's there's such a commonality amongst music in general, right? It's the music is either either about love, self reflection, or you know just enjoying yourself, yo. There, there's so many common themes throughout music history, man. And uh, but it's dope how individual artists can make their own interpretation unique. Like this this EP is definitely very unique to Sway. It's it's the essence of Sway in many ways. His, his delivery tonality is still very cool, but like um, not overly the top energetic, um, which, which, which 
you know, it, it caps, it captivates the listener. It's, it's like, it's, it's a good listen. It's, it's dope to hear Sway rapping in a confident, non-braggadocious, knowledgeable way. Yeah. It's like melodic at times, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I'm just thinking about Tribe Called Quest because he mentioned it on Thursday, but when I try to scan my memory banks of hip hop artists, I feel like Tribe Called Quest really does provide like the closest similarity for what he's trying to do with his tone. Like it is very much like barbecue July uh, type of like friendliness, but there is this like little hint of like, yo, Sway's confident about what he's doing, but not like too confident where the point where he's like pushing people out of the way that he's like knocking someone off of the, you know, the stage type of thing. But there, there is something really unique about his tone where uh, you feel good and you feel that he's feeling good about what, what he's doing. Um, I would love to, to take a shift and talk about the, the instrumentation and, and how you all thought uh, the instrumentation played out, what some of the um, similarities were. Did you guys find any influences? Like what, what, what was the instrumentation talking to y'all and saying to y'all throughout the, the EP? I mean, the vibe is definitely, you know, I don't want to say 90s hip hop, but it's definitely very uh, nostalgic hip hop. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think the instrumentation in general is very, I, and, I, and I, you know, it's a disservice to you guys because I, I saw the evolutionary process of, of this project in a sense, but um just to touch again on the the production of it you know the beats were dope to begin with but it's it's dope it's dope to hear um you know handing handing music over to a produ another producer engineer and how they can augment the ideas um where you know some of the instrumentation is dope on on, on ro rose colored glasses I, I love this arabic sound that's like it's like a background vocal that comes during like uh the 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 chorus and like uh the bridge yeah it sounds like a sample i think the it is a sample whoa, correct correct whoa, but, that, but that paired with like the the piano melody and like his uh that vocal melody is dope as shit yo that's mm -hmm. actually one of the songs that i i was i was uh repeating in my head very, very frequently you know yeah. sway sway does this dope thing where it's like his vocal melodies throughout the album where he's like kind of singing rapping mm -hmm. is dope as shit, man. It's, it's, it's very catchy, man. He, uh, he's able to capture this, like this essence of, of, of repetitiveness. You're going to, after I stopped listening to some of these songs, I'm like repeating it in my head, repeating it. In my yeah. Head. He has this like very universal sound and yo, let me just say, cause I played a couple of gigs with Sway and he has a very broad audience. He's able mm -hmm. to capture a very broad a, a very wide range of people's attention. Like I played this one gig with them where it was predominantly older white folks and they were fucking loving this shit. Dude. Like a dude rapping, like a dude rapping, rapping, rapping. Like, it's like with Sway the Tim's rapping. on. Don't forget you know about what I the mean? Tim's. In a Jersey bro. And it's like, Sway doesn't rap very uh, plain. He is a, he is a, an MC in, in, in every, in, in every sense of it. He, mm -hmm. he captures the crowd's attention and he's able to, guides you through his what he's feeling through his words and like rhythmic patterns and cadences and delivery um 
I'm probably getting off topic, but yeah, Sway, Sway is able to capture a wide range of listeners and keep their attention very well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get, I get that, I get the sense. Um, it, it, it just in this album, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I think like the, the pace of each song is slightly different. Um, and it's, it's bumpy, it's groovy, it's certainly catchy. Um, even on uh, dampened wings, you know, I mean, the choruses are designed to be catchy, right? It's the hook, but um, even though it is a little bit more uh let's say depressing that's the right that's not the right word it's just a little bit more uh sadder than the rest of the album i think it's still you know the hook works yeah i thought the instrumentation is you know i i i, I want to kind of I, I wish i knew more about um wish he was on here so i'd ask him more about the development of each song or will you probably have more insight in this but like does it start with you know a simple you know, not, I wouldn't say simple, but he comes up with the beat and then he works over it and then you sprinkle in the instrumentation afterwards. It's just how I imagine that process working um, because a lot of like, you know, the, the synth here, um, you know, the, the instrumentation is kind of sprinkled throughout. It's not the focus, it's complementary. It's like uh, adding like, you know, sriracha to the music. And um, I thought it was well executed. You know, it doesn't have to be the focus, it's a color to the overall um piece and uh yeah i thought it was i thought the two of them worked very well in in, in putting that together um so how would knowing more about the process influence your perception of the instrumentation um well i kind of like already like imagine it was just more for confirmation like that is that how it's done um is this logically it's just how it seems to would work but um but maybe not maybe you know if he if it's this you know a key riff that he liked and he put it over that he put it on top of a track and then Mertz came in and said no we're gonna move that over down further down the line we're gonna break it in over here over this phrase you know um it would i guess it would just kind of it would just give me some insight as to how to you know i guess going back to the theme of like not being afraid to fail you know you just come in and this is just all the concepts and ideas at what point do those really start taking hold you know where does it start where does it end um what is your substance i just i'm always looking for um people's artist perspective as to how they start and how they finish how they pull yeah. it all together you know that, that's yeah. really where uh, you know just interested in, in knowing yeah i think that's what made the interview so beautiful for me is because I love hearing about how artists work and my favorite part about it is that it's rare that any artist does it exactly like another artist. You know, there's, I was listening to an interview about Pablo Picasso and this dude woke up at three o'clock every single day and painted for an hour, you know, uh, flying Lotus walks, wakes up at 7am and he doesn't do any work until he's done like all of his tasks for the day. What I got from Sway is that, no two songs were made in the exact same way and that there isn't really a formula for it. So yeah, maybe one day it starts off with, you know, he listens to a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, gets inspired by the lyrics, writes some lyrics down and that, that creates uh, a mind that's searching for samples. Maybe the other day it's, he hears the sample and that creates the lyrics. And I think that like 
elasticity in his songwriting approach is something that uh, I really enjoyed hearing about. And it's something that I could definitely relate to. And I, I love during our interview when he was talking about like trying to force a concept. And I feel like so many times I want a song <clears throat> to sound like something. And I'm like, yo, it's got to sound like this. But those songs don't end up coming off as genuine versus a song that's just like emanated from a feeling. And right. I, I think that 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 to me was really what struck me about the instrumentation. Because the first time I listened to the instrumentation, I, I was kind of in the same place where I was during a few of the Bossa Nova albums. Um, maybe turn, during the, uh, the Yes Rock album we listened to, I just felt like the instrumentation was like too subtle. Like kind of what I assumed y'all felt during Love Below, where like the instrumentation is too subtle. But when you think about what Sway is trying to talk about, it's almost like, do you really want the instrumentation to be more than this? Like, do you want dark fantasy level operations happening here do you want king crimson instrumentation happening here how would that mix in with this like reflective mood how would that mix in with these reflective thoughtful um lyrics about you know friendship and these type of topics um, i don't know how i would have fit in I don't, I don't know if i would have liked it as much so i very much appreciated the the minimalism and the stripped backness and like this the sadden, melancholy, nostalgic vibe, because that is really what he was what he was going for. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, I think that having instrument instrumentals that are not heavily overly produced and immensely decorated automatically makes the MC or the singer, the vocalist, the forefront. For sure. Which, which is the case with this project, for sure. You know, <clears throat> the Although the instrumentation provides a dope backdrop and a dope, uh, dope sound to sounds to sing or rap in front of, you know, his the message is what's uh, the driving factor in this project, for me at least. Yeah. Um, although I, I love some of these beats too, man. Don't get it twisted. Like I love I love <laughs> dampened wings. I, I love uh, rose colored glasses, man. That synth bass is like. Or excuse me, on stained glass houses, the synth bass is fucking dope as shit. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely like a low five kind of kind of vibe uh, for some of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what uh, everyone's favorite song? What would y'all would y'all say? This is the number one song of this album. For me, it was Dampened Wings. Um, it was just a beautiful piece all the way through. Just how real it was. You know, I think you know in the interview he's like, yeah, you know, talk about the younger kids. You know, I just want to help them along. You know, all the experiences that I was going through, and you know, these kids coming off feeling confused. You know, going back to school. You know, that was so. I was like, dude, that's great and all, but you're not just don't. <laughs> your message isn't limited to a certain age group. Like that, that, that what you're talking about is very real, mm. and uh, experienced by all ages. You know. So um, I thought Dampen Wings was beautiful and spoke to all ages. Uh, that's a, that is a, well, it, it most acutely targeted towards like a millennial crowd or, or like, or the younger, the generation under that. Um, it is certainly, it, it has no bounds. Um, it's deeply intimate, personal. I was blown away that he went there. Um, 
and uh yeah i i was guy connected with it my own way and um i love that it kind of trudges along but i don't take that in a negative sense it was like you felt because it was it's i think it's slower than the rest of the album this this mm. track the bpm and you kind of feel like you know he's overwhelming you but not because you connected to what he's saying but it's kind of like dude yeah i am flat like you feel like you're beaten against the current and then he breaks through in the third, not right away, but in the third verse, he turns it around and come on, let's go. We can do this together. You know, you, you know, you can do this. You're better than that. You're great. You know, it's just this all of a sudden this swing to positivity. Um, it was just a well-timed transition. And uh, it's great. It was like a poem, essentially. It was more like spoken word. When he started his verses, he didn't start on the beat. He kind of waited. It was like a, a half or a second of step phrase. And then he started as if he's reading off a piece of paper. And then it kicked. Then he kind of swings his flow. Um, I noticed a, a lot of little unique details about this piece. Um, but the hook was the message. And once I kind of, you know, you connect to the message, you start hearing everything else. It's kind of like the blinders go up and you start seeing everything. It's a great piece. Very, very impressed. It's not the bubbly, bubbly song on the album. Um, it's just a really great, beautiful piece that I would, you know, yeah, I'll carry this one with me. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie Ray? Like Ray Charles, the movie? There's a scene, there, there's a scene in that movie when Ray Charles is performing and, um, He's got the band with him and like fanfare. He's got like a whole trumpet section and like backup singers. And he switches from a very like upbeat song to a very like soulful ballad. And all the lights are still on and people are like cheering and asking for other songs. And the stage manager directs the lighting crew to like dim all the lights and just put a spotlight on Ray. And when he does that, like the whole crowd quiets down. And it's just mm -hmm. the light on Ray Charles with this massive uh, piano. And everyone's just quiet. And people are like really listening to the words. When I listen to Dampened Wings, it's the one song where I think you know, I would love to accompany Sway playing this live. But I would need everyone listening. Like I would need someone to be like, yo, turn off all the lights. Like just shine a spotlight on this dude. And he's going to do this with just, selfishly, just a piano in the background. No percussion, <laughs> no guitars, no backup singers. Like, y'all need to just have a subtle, you know, some chords in the background. Listen to the words on this song because, yeah, I completely agree with you, man. Th these are words to constantly revisit. And at every stage of your life, I can see how it can be beneficial to you. So... I was very impressed by Dampened Wings in a like spiritual um, exploration moment. Um, so from that perspective, that was my favorite song. Too Long, on the other perspective, the song that features Limitless was my like experimental favorite because we have this dude Limitless come in whose vocals are just like pristine. I love them so much. And there's like a gap for it seems like 16 bars where there's like a little instrumental loop and then Sway comes in after. So to me, it's a song that has the most uh, unorthodox structure, but works very well. So I think in terms of like structure and song creativity, Too Long was my favorite, uh, but in terms of powerful uh, lifelong imagery, I'm gonna have to go with Dampin' Wings. 
Yeah. For me, um, well, let me start with Dampened Wings is definitely a dope-ass fucking song. And it has some of the lyrics and definitely some of the highlights of the album for me. And it's a to- one of them being a topic that we talk about very frequently, I feel. is um, He says, feel like my mind ain't mine, just repurpose. You know, our thoughts, we're, our thoughts are not necessarily our thoughts, you know, like they're coming from somewhere else. They are repurposed in many ways. Mm. Um, so I thought that was dope. Um, but even also when he says, uh, even when the rain permeates to where you sing, you still have the strength to permeate with dampened wings. You know, it's pushing through the rain. It's pushing through the bullshit, pushing, pushing through all the adversity that life is throwing your way. And it's really just like trucking through them. Never mind all the, all the adversities. It's almost like having blinders um, and, uh, you know, tunnel vision. Um, so yeah, Dampin' Wings is a dope song. But for me, my favorite song on the album was Rose Colored Glasses mm-hmm. or Rose Colored Glass uh, for a few reasons. Um, I, yeah, his vocal melody there in the hook is fucking extremely catchy, dude. And it's, it's, it's very well written. Um, the production of it is dope. I, I like I mentioned the synth bass. I think is dope as shit. The Arabic sample. I think it, it complements it very well. Um, it's the song that I was revisiting the most. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rose Colored Glass was my favorite for sure. Dope. Um, when you guys imagine dampened wings, what animal do you imagine? Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because everything about the song is like. Yo, you should be an eagle or a hawk or I don't know, a pegasus or a phoenix. Like it, it kind of has this like at the end of it, it should be bigger than it is. But yo, I imagine a pigeon. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I, I imagine like not something magnificent in a, you know, wonderful uh, fantasy way. I imagine like a pigeon just like going through it, just getting rained on and yeah somehow still the next day being a pigeon which is interesting to feel inspired looking at a pigeon because most of the time i think of pigeons as like the rats of the sky but this song makes me feel like yo even even pigeons are like going through it and still waking up to be a pigeon again the next day yeah yeah i had the the image of of a seagull just trying to fly through like a against sheets of rain and it, yeah, throughout the whole thing, and then like fall, like landing on the ground and getting back up, <laughs> flying against it. Um, I think I think for me, seagull is a bad analogy, yo, because seagulls are like fucking scavengers, bro. Like I, I hate sitting by the beach and the motherfuckers come uh, and try to eat my fucking fries out of my hand, bro. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah, stick yeah, with. No, don't get me wrong. I I, I find <laughs> seagulls very annoying. Um, and yeah, they yeah for that reason because they won't leave my lunch alone, but. Yeah, no, I just had this, I think it's just like this, like a bird against the storm front was kind of like in the, just the sheets of rain. I don't know. That was, that was just my thought, particularly at Winter Island. It's kind of where my my head was going more towards like the opening of the harbor and looking out towards the Atlantic, something mm. over there. Maybe it's because I've seen it before, but you know, that, that was, that's the image that was coming to mind. Yeah, man. Off topic, yo, but I just drove by uh, the landing the other day, man. I can't wait for us to, uh, you know, kick it there again. So, yeah. I was there last Saturday with uh, with Tony. Last yeah, last Sunday. Sorry, last Sunday. Word. Picking away. Yeah, we brought back memories. We gotta get, we gotta get down there, boys. Soon enough. Soon enough. It'll happen. Um. All right, y'all. You ready for final thoughts? 
Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll start it off. Um, I, I think it's dope to be inspired by your peers, man. Yeah. Super inspiring, this album. And, it, and it's interesting because Sway mentioned the other day when we interviewed him that he, he doesn't like approaching albums with a concept or songs with a concept of mind, in mind. But there is definitely a, a continuous through line throughout, man. It's, it's, it's that big brother kind of input, you know? Um, which is dope as hell, man. Definitely inspired by this. Definitely got my gears going in terms of creativity. Um, so yeah, man, shout out to the homie Sway. I hope, I hope Sway continues to, uh, create forever. Sway seems to be in tap. He's like, it's like, he's found this infinite source of inspiration, man. Every time I speak to Sway, he's like, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. I'm doing this. I just did this. Check this out. Uh, how about this song? Mm. He's like, he's like juggling a million ideas, but he's still so, so very well, he's still very well able to, you know, close ideas. You know, it's not about uh, the output in a massive rate. It's it's about starting and finishing an idea. And Sway is very good at doing that one. So I, ho I hope Sway continues to do his thing for years on end. Yeah, man. I, I think um, this album was, I think I mentioned it in the in during the interview. Man, it was just over too quick. But it's like, a, it's a great message. Um, great piece of work as a whole. Certainly inspiring to me um in a lot of ways not just as an artist but you know just someone who goes through life on a daily basis there's, there's nuggets in here you know and, and and verses that you can just take with you and uh it's uplifting you know he's inspirational as an artist but also you know just kind of a, a another person in the trenches with you just getting getting through life with you and uh you know i thought that 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 message was clear and it was very cool and it resonates yeah, I, I, this was a phenomenal piece. Um, I'm pumped to see what uh, what else you know he comes up with, um, and I also want the opportunity to work with him. You know, this is certainly um, a great get to know the artist album, and um, yeah, I'm thrilled. Uh, this was this was a really fun experience. It was a very fun experience and not necessarily fun in the way that like a roller coaster is fun. Uh, fun in the way that like sitting around a campfire with your homies is fun. It's a little more like the, the volume of the fun isn't high, but it's more sustainable. I really feel that the Autumn by the Beach title is a perfect synopsis of the the feeling of the message here that I love so much, which is the feeling of autumn by the beach is both beautiful and a bit ugly. It's like sunny and cloudy. It's literally dampened, but with wings. And I'm such a fan of artists that can take a theme and wrap it through the whole album. You know, we talked about this with the love below. We talked about this. Um, when we were thinking about King Crimson. Like that's when, albums or projects really speak to me is okay you have a theme how well can you navigate that theme throughout and I thought Sway did it very well here so it's so interesting to hear him say that yeah I didn't really approach it with a concept which is like such an interesting way to make me feel even more impressed that it wasn't like a thing you thought of it's just who you are yeah, like, it was like subconsciously done it just it's just happening. So Raul, your comment about him being close to the source, it's like 
he's not living he's not settling for wi-fi like my man is plugged in directly to the ethernet source like he is so close to the source and i think that's why it comes off so genuine it's like he he, he picked up on how there's a there's a beauty to not putting in too much effort and i thought he did a great job of of exploring that so like you libby super excited like to me, when I think about performing again and like eventually making YFC like this community of musicians and creatives, like Sway is top on the list. It's one of the first people that, that we'll, we'll reach out to. So thank you, Sway. We appreciate you, you putting out <laughs> persuasive. You putting out the art, man. <laughs> I don't think he likes when I call him persuasive, um, uh, but I, I'm just throwing this out there as a sidebar, man. I know, I know where uh, we've been thinking about uh, doing a YFC camp tripper getaway, man. I am so down to invite Sway for this, man. Yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, all right, y'all. Well, let's start our close out. Um, this is Infinite Rewind. You've been hanging out with me. My name is Benjamin Cabrera. Joined by Daniel Libby and Algo. This week we are exploring local artists. We explored the album Autumn by the Beach by Sway Casey. Um, we highly, highly recommend y'all spend some time. Not a lot of time. That's my only con about the whole album is too short. 20 minutes, you know, my man could have done 30 or 40 minutes, but he did achieve his goal, which is to provide something that there's zero skips. You don't want to pass any song on this project. So uh, we highly recommend y'all spend the 20 to 30 minutes to check it out. It's a great way to start your day, end your day, break up your day. It'll be a great uh, addition to what you got going on. So we will be leaving you with that. And thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. See ya.